Cause it's all politics Somebody get Larry Jackson on the phone And I don't see none of these lame niggas to Bollywood So how you get acknowledgement? Maybe cause I talk all reckless Speak my mind, let chef Maybe they mistake a nigga confidence for arrogance And all get soaked, this shit's embarrassing Say my stories for down the line I'm too ahead of the curve every time And welcome back to another installment of Baltimore County Forever Podcast. What up, though? I'm sorry. Good people, I'm sorry. Uh, I had to take a little week off. To, I, you know, clear my mind, man. Y'all know um, from, you know how I am. I'm normally staying in my own bubble with, like, so, like social things and shit that's going on around me. I, I try to stay focused on what I'm doing and not what... Like, you know, let other things contribute to how I do, how I conduct business or, you know, the podcast or just life in general. But um, after the IG Facebook shutdown, I think, uh, <laughs> I think you know, I, I sat back and really reevaluated life, you know. Um, sidebar, Norm's back, you know. What up, though? Yeah, I was here. But yeah, you know, it's like <clears throat> sometimes when you look at social media, you 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 get so wrapped up in checking it and all the drama and all the crazy shit that's going on in the world, uh, world and locally, because it was some shit that was going on locally, and you know, you get involved in it. Not so much as involved in it, but you kind of are involved in it because, you know, you sit down, you read the comments, you read the posts, and you consistently check um, social media for updates, you know, and then you start caring about certain things. Like, you know, I kind of got lost. I got I got lost, and I had to really, you know, really sit down and figure out what I'm doing, you know, and um, it was certain things that, you know, I wasn't. I wasn't happy with, like, you know, I always tell people, they like, well, I, um, them personally, like, yeah, I need to get off of social media, and I always tell them it's all about who you follow, um, and I needed to take my own advice, so I kindly just went through my list, just going through the regular, you know, posts, you know, and I just started deleting niggas, like, I started deleting people that, you know, just, it just didn't make sense for me to have you as a friend, you know, uh, like for what? Like, you're not enhancing the the space that I have creatively. So, like, what are you around for? Why am I looking at your post? You know, I know a lot of people is like, well, you know, I just ignore them. Nah, ignoring them gives them another opportunity to fuck up your your mental. So let's just let's just get rid of them. You know, um, during that time period, I discovered that. I have a newfound love for Jay-Z's Volume 1 album, 97 Holes, for the most part. Shout out to Benny the Butcher for that. Um, every day for like the last two weeks, I've woken, I woke up and I've listened to Friend of Foe 98. Um, and then I go back to Reasonable Doubt and I listen to the original Friend of Foe. And I don't know what that means, but I have a feeling somewhere creatively down the line, I'll be doing something like that. Um, or something something has to click with that and me for some reason. Um, it was that. 
I listened to these couple songs every day. It was that Drake, 4 p.m. in Calabasas. I listened to that. I listened to Drake. Um, He has a feature on, I, I forgot the guy's name, Nicholas F., I think is the name. The song is called Number 15. I listen to that every day. Um, Maybach Music's I'm the Man. Oh, I'm sorry. My Man is Ross, uh, Meek, and Rocky Fresh. It's another Rocky Fresh featured song with Fat Trail. I listen to. I listen to these songs every day just to, you know, get my mind really off of, like, the stupid shit that I've been taking in. Like, it goes kind of back to what Norm was saying at that one time about, you know, he doesn't listen to certain artists because you don't want it to cloud your creative side. And I found out why. Like, I found out why. And for personal use, I, I just started to, you know, really, like, focus on me and what I got going on. So I took the energy, redirected it into a more creative idea that I have coming along. Um, and I pretty much backed up my year as far as, far as it goes with my brand, you know. So, um yeah, man, just, you know, if you got something going on, stay focused on what the fuck you got going on, and don't worry about nothing else nobody else is doing. Um, but, Norm, what's up with you, man? How's everything? Man, I can't complain, man. Shit's moving, bro. Um, guys is connecting, you know what I'm saying? I'm happy we back at it, you know what I mean? Um, got, got, uh, got, still got, got new music in the clip and all that. Got that shit coming, um... Me and my man, Glenn Dozer, you know what I mean? We about to drop some shit. Uh, yeah, man, I've been, I've been trying, like you said, man, just paying attention to what I got going on, you know what I mean? Just trying to stay busy, just keep active, man. That's really it. Staying out the way. Absolutely. Absolutely. And uh, we can't be, we, we'll be remiss if we didn't mention, shout out to Stacy. I uh, hope you get better, man. Um, yeah, I'm saying, uh, Shout out to um, shout out to Jr. Uh, by the time you guys hear this, you will hear Jr. produce record on Flea Lord's album featuring Conway the Machine of Griselda Records. Shout out to him, man. We happy for you, man. You, you know, you know, what I'm saying with the short period of time that we all have known each other, man. He's he's always maintained a positive. Outlook and you know just pumping out beats, you know making sure that he's heard every day. I see a notification of Jr. Smith is live on on IG, um, multiple posts, you know showing you him doing the beats. It, it's you know not a fucking thing at all. At all, you can't stop this. Nobody can stop what's meant to happen, and this this is the year for all of us. Shout out, shout out to, of course, Low, um, pumping out episodes like No Limit Records in New Orleans. No, no, I'm talking about, uh, yeah, man. Even yeah, um, no, we didn't even get a chance to talk about that. How was it? How was it? You know, being interviewed by Low. You know. Mm-hmm. Aside from um, us knowing each other previously, uh, having a personal relationship or whatever, he uh, maintained the professionalism throughout the whole episode, and that shit was dope because it was a, a different perspective, you know what I'm saying? Um, 
he asked some super dope questions. Like, I got a lot of great feedback from it, you know what I mean? Like, some of my closest friends was like, damn, son, I ain't know that, you know what I mean? So, it was dope, man. Made the, made the shots look low, man. I'm super proud of you. This nigga was interviewing all of my favorite rappers and all that, so that shit is dope to listen to cats on a, on a personal level, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Um, shout out to Chris. Chris is, um, at least once a week, Chris sends me something, something even more incredible than the intro he did for my album. And, um, I can't wait for y'all to hear this. I, I really, I really can't. He's, he's doing a phenomenal job. You know, he just needed that extra push to really get, you know, himself situated so he can present his craft to the world. And um, I'm going to try my hardest to do whatever we got to do to make sure, you know, we have fun doing this. Um, Shout out to Huss. And with that, I will say, you know, we're just taking a little break. Um, Next week, we are back with the Jay-Z March Madness. Um, Ain't nothing changed, you know. It's just, you know, I wanted to make sure everybody was able to be a part of it that originally started it. I didn't want to, you know, have any, like, guests. Um, because, you know, you start something with some with people, you, you want to finish it with them. So this is definitely, you know, you still get four weeks of all Jay-Z um, featured records. Um, and I can't wait for y'all to hear it. Uh, this is definitely going to open up a nice dialogue. Um, I, I really feel like the dialogue is going to come. The most dialogue that you'll hear um, is probably Norm's episode. Um I was I was actually that was actually gonna be this week's episode, but I was like, nah, we're gonna wait. But a lot of the picks, like I don't know some of the people. Like I don't really know who OC is. Um, so I, I would need that, you know, who he is, you know, what he means to you and all that. So I would need that kind of thing. Um shout out to the Coach Class Podcast. Uh those fellas over there. Um <laughs> we had a little we had a little uh Debate on Twitter uh, because I say something about J Cole, <laughs> but uh, yeah, we yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm saying and, and with that, like we pretty much lined up a future episode between um us and um them. Uh, we definitely have we definitely have something you know pretty good we can put together with all our opinions. Um, shout out to those fellas, but uh. Let's get into this week's episode of 0.5, and because we are missing Stacy on this episode, we will be using Stacy's my favorite mitts, um, because, you know, regardless if she record with us or not, she's family, so, you know, we still got to make sure her voice is somewhat heard throughout this uh, podcast episode, but we're going to start off with her playlist, which starts off with the Notorious B.I.G.'s Kicking the Door off the Life After Death album. So I before we get into actual record, <laughs> Mad Rapper, Mad Rapper is yo. You know what? Growing up. I always thought Mad Rapper was cool because I felt like that was something that I could have did. Just having fun, you know, because I don't personally rap. 
I could probably do a skit like a motherfucker. Like, you feel me? But Mad Rapper is also D. Angeletti. D. Angeletti is a um in-house producer for Bad Boy at that time. A part of the Hitman, which also featured um Stevie J was a hitman. And uh a lot of people don't know that. A lot of people just know him from his his fame from VH1, but he was he is a producer. Um yeah, so let's let's get into a little bit of big. Uh, let's see. Well, my shit's more John Blaze than that. I got to talk. I got to tell what I feel. <laughs> got to talk about my life as I see it. Biggie. Uh-huh. Uh, this goes out to you. This goes out to you. Alright, so boom, right? <clears throat> this is off of Life After Death was Big second album, right? Now, upon my research, I found out that, well, I already knew that this was aimed at Nas. Everybody knew that, right? What I didn't know is that this also took aim at J. Rue the Damager and Primo. And that is because of J. Rue's uh, song One Day off of uh, Wrath of the Math, um, where basically he has like this. Um, yeah, on one day, it's like. Uh, he talks about he uses hip hop as a person, and he talks about how hip hop was kidnapped and it was kidnapped by Bad Boy, and basically just you know the just talking shit about Bad Boy and um and um what they what they were doing at the time. I guess he felt like it was like a um like pop like like corny. Um, so in one of the lines. Favorite dancers from Brooklyn, by the way, good people. Um, yeah, so okay, we have hip hop hostage with guns to the throat. Do the right thing, and we might let them go. But if you call the police, that's all she wrote, and all no, that ain't it. Damn. All right, there it is. If I recall correctly, I last saw a hip hop down at Bad Boy. We'll see if Puff knows what's up. Because he's the one getting him drunk and fucked up in his mind. So basically, he just, you know, I guess, I always thought that they was cool. And if I'm correct, he was supposed to be on Big's first album. I know that. I mean, yeah. that makes sense. I yeah, but that. like Puff had blocked it or something like that. Okay, yeah, yeah, that's logical. That's logical. So. That's so Ill. I never knew that, yo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of fucked up. Like, damn, man. You, 
It's like, you know what? And your man, too. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Right, right. You know what I'm saying? Because on, on the song, what he said about Primo on kicking the door, he says, yo, son, I'm surprised you run with him. I think they got cum in them because they nothing but dicks. So it's like, ooh. But I don't know. A lot of people may or may not know that that also was, the song was also a shot at Ray and Ghost. That shit makes so much sense because this is the shit Nas was talking about on The Last Real Nigga a lot. Like mm-hmm. He broke this whole situation down, you know what I mean? This was on Godson right after, you know what I mean? The whole shit with him and Jay. And um, he broke this whole situation down because he was saying uh, Ray and Ghost would tell him, like, yo, this nigga Big is, you know what I mean, biting the shit you be on, and Big was coming coming to him, telling him the same shit about Ray and Ghost, you know what I mean, because they had came to him about the, um, was it, uh, the Ready to Die cover? Yes. I mean, and he was like, yeah, he biting the Elmatic and the Stand the Third, so, you know, that shit, shit was ill to hear Nas break all that shit down, you know, that shit is, that's the dope song, if y'all niggas never heard it, Nas really breaks everything down, he makes everything make sense, you know what I mean, so uh, I ain't really care for the album, but that's my shit, that's my song right there. Yeah, I, I didn't know he broke it down on that song. Yeah, you know, that's one of my favorite Nas songs ever, he really, you listen to it, I mean, he really just, the whole shit, like, he broke down the shit with Jay, like, why he, why he be where the beef came from and all that, uh, just everything, the whole time period, you know what I mean, like, Starting Bad Boy, like the whole shit, everybody that was involved, like Wu-Tang, Bad Boy, you know what I mean, Jay, like everybody that was popping around that time period, he just broke it down, that shit was dope. Hmm. And now, uh, it was, um, that's what it was on Ray's Only Built for Cuban Link, the uh, interlude shark biting niggas was directed at Big. And that's where they was, what you were saying, like that's where they was talking about the album cover and all that. Um, but I'm also reading on the on the Bossa Presents Don't Be Scared podcast, Jacob York spoke in depth about a friend about his friendship with the late Biggie Smalls, as well as a diss track for Raekwon. He says Big told him to erase the record before it was released. Yeah, so, shit. Me and you just found that out together. <laughs> he didn't. He didn't rap five songs to make one. Where he rap, kept it. Okay. Wow. We heard that they were like, "What the hell was that about?" No one saw it coming. It came out of left field. It got squashed that fast. You ever noticed that he never put out a diss record against him? He rapped it. He got it off his chest and told me to erase it. Ooh. Mm. That's fine. That's pretty dope. But um, I'm I'm not gonna stay on this too long. But thoughts on J. Rude the Damager? I know I know you you like that kind of hip hop. So like, what are your personal thoughts on J. Rude the Damager? Um, it's ill cause uh, when I was younger, I didn't care for his flow, so I didn't really listen to him. He was too slow for me. And then I got older, listening to what this nigga was saying. I was like, well, yeah, you know, I feel it. You know what I mean? How you feel? So I mean, but J. Rude is a legend in my book. You know what I mean? Like. I think you gotta do your own work. As far as like <clears throat> New York East Coast shit go, like he's up there at least in my book. Like Brooklyn got a certain claw for MC. You know what I mean? And I feel like if you don't mention him, he bugs. You know what I'm saying? Like y'all niggas that know that's the thing about Jay. Jay knows that claw for Brooklyn MC. You know what I mean? So 
he'll probably mention like Jay Wool and like most. I mean, I'm talking. He mentioned all them niggas on Twitter a couple years ago. Yeah, he did. Yeah, I mean, so you know that nigga, nigga Jay Wool. Yeah, he's a legend. Um, next up, we got Nas off of Illmatic. Life's a bitch. Super classic. That's AZ in the beginning, right? Couple days ago, I posed the question of what album is the most important album to hip hop, and your response was Illmatic. Can you give the people a reason why you chose Illmatic over any other album? Because till this day, till this day, motherfuckers, <laughs> <is saying, laughs> motherfuckers is saying that's like the thriller of hip hop. But in my personal opinion, just how that shit hit for me, um, I saw. How, how it still stands the test of time. Um, it, I feel like just hearing it from those MCs that were out around that time, how it changed the climate of uh, East Coast hip hop. They said, like, it was just snooping and draining them niggas. They was banging, you know what I mean? Like, New York hip hop was kind of quiet. So when Nas came out with that, it was like, you know what I mean? Niggas got the, got the shot to their chest, and bomb, New York was alive again. And, um, that's my one of my favorite albums. Ever. My favorite song ever of all time. It ain't hard to tell. Mm. So fucking Illmatic is just I can just turn it on. It's just like air for me. You know what I mean? And anytime I'm in Queensbridge, like I I don't have to hear the album. I feel it. You know what I mean? You walk on 45 and 21st Street, Nas's face is right there, huge as shit in between the subway and the fucking deli and shit. You know what I mean? Like. I don't know, Elmati is a part of my life, bro, like, maybe because I got Queensbridge ties or whatever, but I just, I just feel that shit on a different level, like, life's a bitch, or like, that's just one of the most just relevant songs ever, like, in any genre, like, like life's a bitch and you die, who can't relate to that, you know what I mean, and the shit niggas was saying on it, you know what I mean, and then the beat, the sample, L.E.S. did, with the fucking Gat Band shit, like, that song, that, that album's got so many relative songs on there. She's like, yeah, I fuck with this one on a different level, whether it be New York State of Mind, the world is yours, you know what I mean, Memory Lane, whatever. It's just mad joints that you can really feel, and I think that's why people fuck with that album so much, you know what I'm saying? Because I think it's probably Nas' most personal album, you know what I mean? I agree. Definitely. Um... Hmm. All right, so thoughts on uh, we touched on AZ before, but the caliber of MC that AZ is, he's up there. He's always mentioned with Hov, Nas, um, Big, but he out of all of them, he never quite got his just due. Why do you think that is? 
I feel like in that time period, he probably was in Nas's shadow, and um, people may not have taken him as seriously. Um, I know for a fact Az has like super, you know what I mean, crazy fan base. You know what I mean? You know he got hardcore fans. You know how that go. But like you said, him like popping on that level, like I don't. Maybe he might have been too lyrical for niggas. I know that that's always been a thing. Like, oh no, that's too much. You know what I'm saying? So I don't, I don't know, bro. I really don't. I, I wish I could tell you. Mm-hmm. I, I, I love that nigga music, man. Like, um, his album Asiatic. That's I think besides uh, Do or Die, that might be my favorite AZ album. It's, it's really just it's just good music on there. You know what I'm saying? That mm-hmm. dude made some great music, bro. He can, I don't know, you know. Like I said, he might just be too lyrical. He might just rap too much for niggas. Yeah. You know, Actually, he might just rap too much of niggas, so I don't know. Yeah, I think I think a lot of people, you know, it's a fine line between enjoying a nigga music and having right. a nigga that's just a rapidly rap ass nigga. Right, right. And I right. think <clears throat> I think now this particular generation, I think that's how they see Eminem, just yeah. a rapidly yeah. rap ass nigga, and I don't want to hear that shit. It's wild to hear what this generation calls lyrical. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I've gotten to the point where as though I stop entering the conversation. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm like an angry old man. Like, get off my porch. <laughs> you young whippersnappers. You know what I mean? I can't even throw that smell. Okay, I get it. Yeah, bro. I, I've gotten to that point. Um, and it's... I, <laughs> sometimes I be feeling like niggas be trying to bait me into uh, arguments about hip-hop. <laughs> Did you see that though? The nigga, the, like, all right, we was on Che Prost and one of the niggas that he knows or whatever. He said, uh, I was talking about Baby, the Baby, the guy from Charlotte, and um, he Che said he liked the uh, song, a particular song. I was like, yo, the album hard, and the guy jumps on. He like, oh, it's not an album. You know what I said? That's what's up. <laughs> Okay, that's what's up. I'm not gonna argue with you. I'm not gonna argue. I'm gonna I'm argue with you for what? I got a podcast of that. You know, I'm not gonna tell you the fact that that's his first full length release on Interscope Records. I'm not gonna tell you that. I'm not gonna tell you that this is his debut album. You feel me? I'm not gonna say that. I wouldn't say that. Why? Why would I say that? I would say that on a platform like this. That doesn't make sense. But whatever. God bless him. You know, I just I'm just not arguing with niggas on Facebook about music. That's that's the purpose of the podcast. Fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah, but uh that's stuff we got Mod D feature annoyed Give Up the Goods off of the infamous album. No cash. Either pack my gap when I go to see my people. 
yo, jump out my hoopty, pass my gap in my boogie to my shorty, and kiss my P.O. try to trip me to the alley, I know if I start... Okay. Alright, so... Before we jump into Ma Deep as a group, Big Noid. Alright, so the first time I heard him was I was listening to a K, K Slay mixtape and Havoc had the song Bump That. I love that fucking record. Um, but that was my first. You know, real introduction of Noid because I think, you know, I'm not a Ma Deep fan, so like certain records I would hear and I'd just be like, oh, okay, that's pretty cool. But when I heard that, I was like, damn, yo, who the fuck is this nigga? But, um, so he pretty much was like an honorary member of Ma Deep. He was signed to Infamous, right? Infamous Records? Yeah. What do you know about Noid? I got like five Noid CDs, like five Noid albums in this bitch, you know what I'm saying? Um, uh, I mean, he his daughter cool, uh, fucking, um, Prodigy rank in people's top five. Um, shit, at least number three, nigga. Fuck <laughs> shit, you know what I mean? Hey, mm-hmm. this just me. This just me, guy. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? But nah, yo, like, P, this nigga, yo, he's, he's a different type of animal. It's his delivery, it's his cadence, you know what I mean? The shit he was saying, this nigga, when you think of Prodigy, you definitely think of Queensbridge, like, and it fucks me up because this nigga's not technically from Queensbridge, you know what I'm saying? But this nigga P, yo, like the songs he made, like you could feel that nigga's pain, you know what I mean? And I don't know, yo, if you don't fuck with P, you gotta be, you gotta be retarded. Mm-hmm. So long, long live to God, man. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah drop some classic shit, bro. Y'all don't know, y'all better get familiar. Yeah, definitely. Recipes Project. Next up, we have Raekwon off of Only Built for Cuban Link. We have Heaven or Hell. Mm, Stacy, who was in New York for the weekend or something? Facts. <laughs> <laughs>
and Ghost as a duo, where do you put them? Who comes after Raekwon and Ghost? Okay, Let, let's make this a little easier, right? Give me, <clears throat> give me, give me another duo. You have, I want to give you three people, right? So you got Rain Ghost, you got Ma Deep. Give me one more group, one more duo that you listen to. Nas and AZ. Nas and AZ. So you put those three in order. It always says feature like in like a little uh, fine print. Because like you know what I mean, 
Mm-hmm. They had they had the super the hits and the classics and all that, you know what I mean? But like I said, that ghost and ray chemistry is different, you know what I'm saying? That shit is Wu Tang is for the children. Next up we got Grand Puba off the two thousand album I like it. I wanna be where you are. I can't wait to get my house. I'm definitely getting a whole bunch of vinyl. Wow. <laughs> wow. That's crazy. <laughs> Make this stink box wet? You is wow, boy. <laughs> You is wild boy. <laughs> Yo is a wild boy. That that okay. So real quick, uh, <laughs> Grand Pooh. But the what I remember from Grand Pooh, I'm pretty. What I remember from him is you know the Mary J. Blige remix the most. I'm, he had other records, but I feel like that flow was kind of like dated. And it couldn't. My bad, bro. No, 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 no. Go ahead, go ahead. You know, he uh, originated with Brand Nubian. Mm-hmm. And they came out way back in the 80s. So, um, you know, I felt like with time, it, it, he got a little a little sharper with it. But, nah, he definitely held on to that 80s flow. So, nah, I definitely, I definitely hear what you're saying. I agree with it. I mean, in the early to mid, mid-90s, mid you know what I mean? You could get away with it, especially him. Cause it's, it's Grand Pool, you know what I mean? Niggas like, cool, this, you still dope, my nigga. You know what I mm-hmm. mean? But... When you had other cats coming and enhancing flows and shit, you know what I'm saying? Well, all right, niggas, it's like basketball, you know what I mean? Getting different. You know mm-hmm. Saying? You either sharpen your steel and add more to your play or you got to go. Exactly. You know. Um, that stuff off of Wu-Tang's Into the Wu-Tang, 36 Chambers, uh, we have Method Man. Method Man. <laughs> Some motherfucker. <laughs> I fucking, I fucking. And feeding you, and feeding you, and feeding you. <laughs> Once again. Respect the death of the chef. And you, you get off my ground. You don't know me, you don't know my style. I got black and slow. I got my and a low, and I'm about to go get lifted. Yes, I'm up myself a forty. I got myself a shorty. Yeah. Okay. 
I want to say this. Beyond hip-hop, I love how Method Man has become more than Method Man the rapper. He always act, he always acted throughout his rapping career, but the fact that he's hosting these shows that are viewed by white people on stations that aren't hip-hop based, I love seeing stuff like that. You know, and he was a great rap, a great, a great rapper and actor. And the the roles that he had were beyond hip hop based. Hip hop, yeah, absolutely. So till this day, yeah, still, still. Uh, so like him, it's, I don't know, man. My sister loves herself some Method Man, and I know Stacy does too. Oh, Method. <laughs> oh, Method Man, bro. Yo, and the thing about Matthew. Y'all niggas might I don't know niggas might be sleeping. This nigga Meth can fucking rhyme till business. This listen, bro. Listen, bro. This nigga Meth is the only nigga that ever smoked Biggie on a song. Yeah. The only nigga. Yeah. Ever. Think about mm. that. Y'all niggas need to know. Mm 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 mm. Oh, well, oh, man. Oh, because I had it. Yeah. The what? Yeah. What nigga? Yeah. The what nigga? Oh, I was on the motherfucking trick. Yeah, and he was the only nigga on that album. Besides, yeah, that was the only guest appearance on the album. You know, um, I remember Fifty Cent saying like, I think Method Man is his favorite rapper, and he cited the what verse. Um, but yeah, man, shout out to Method Man. You know, you know what I'm saying, you know, it's it's always cool to you know he just had. I think Meth Lab Two just came out. It, it was it's pretty it's pretty cool it's pretty cool. Um, next up we have uh, Ghostface, Capadonna, and uh, I think Raekwon. Daytona Five Hundred. I heard this song waste so much in life. Fuck the units. I ain't gonna lie, man. I done heard this song so much that. I gotta retire it forever. <laughs> forever. Yeah. Forever. Like. That's where I got the ideas to do my anime videos and shit. I kind of figured, yeah. Because they used, um, um. Speed Racer. Yeah, Speed Racer. Speed Racer yeah. is my shit. Yeah, I was, I was, I never forget. Fucking, I was in my brother crib. I think I was downstairs. This nigga made me come upstairs and watch the video. He's like, not there. Come here, watch this. Stand in front of Like, niggas know all the verses, the ad libs. It's like, all right. Yeah, man. 
Shout out to ODB, rest in peace, man. Um, next up, we got Ghostface, Stroke of Death. Stacy got some shit on here. We need to get to the good shit. When did when did this come out? This is Solomon. Really? It was my sixth grade year. I was in middle school and Apollo kids. So yeah, I think it's ninety nine, two thousand. That's when Ghost caught that, caught that fire, caught that, yes, sir. caught that Supreme fire. Line, that good Lord, yeah. That mm. Listen, that shit on the way to work. I be fucking offending white people in Hunt Valley, nigga. There <laughs> 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 you go. Oh man. Next up, we got ooh. Shout out to Stacy, man. Most deaf, Miss Fat Booty. Black on both sides. That's beautiful. I love samples. Right. I just love samples. Um. Yeah. So um. All right. So, most deaf. Where Where do you stand with most deaf? Who would you like to see? What would you like to see from most deaf in twenty nineteen? Bro, he's funny as shit. <laughs> he's funny as a bitch. Yeah, I was watching Brown Sugar the other day, bro. Just tripping off this nigga like, yeah, man, this nigga most. He's a great actor, bro. Bro, when he everything he did on um Chappelle show had me in tears. Oh man, oh man, right? Fucking Boondocks and all that. Hell yeah, like <laughs> Gangs Delicious. Oh my god. So what we got next? Ooh, Outcast, ATL and Jazzy Baby. Oh, I'm sorry, Jazzy Bell. 
You know what? I read something before we get into the song. I read, I was reading on that particular song, right? So, what I read was, um, uh, they, it, it's a, alleged that they had an argument about the release of the song as a single, um, because Big Boy didn't like the production on the, on the song, but Andre 3000 did, and with that track, he went along with it. Um, and possibly, this is later revealed to be Andre bribing Big Boy with cash. The amount was also nothing compared to what Andre got, but Big Boy spoke about this in a 1999 interview where the main topic was Andre and his weirdness. <laughs> 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 wow. <laughs> Let's get to the track. I trust that there can't be no minus. Went from yelling cookies and crows, bitches and hoes and queen things. Over the years I've been up on my toes and yes, I sing things like you're running. Why? Right? Because them folks might think you soft talking like that. Man, fuck them niggas, I'm going off and coming right back like boomerangs when you throw them. these old ghetto poems, think it is better for them when they can let they go on. Down from hitchhiking and biting niggas into the temple they call the body. Now everybody got it, had it, talking about it amongst their friends. Coming around my crew, looking jazzy, want to pretend like you miss good at both shoes. Even bold knew that you got like acupuncture patients while our nation is a broke straight sinking. I hate thinking that these are future mamas up by chilling. They fucking a different nigga every time they get the pillin' too. I'm willing to go the extra kilo. I like the verse, I'm sorry. On the side of my bed where no good ever stayed. House and doctor was the games we used to play, but now it's real jazz and Um yo, every time I try to like I never want to take anything away from an artist. At times, I feel like, I feel like, I feel like fans turn other fans on artists. And here's why. I feel like when it came time, when Andre 3000 decided to release all those remixes and a couple songs here and there, I felt like because his absence was, was like, a, was like it. People didn't understand why he left music and him coming back. They just jumped on it because it was something that we wasn't used to all the time. So, like, at times, yes, I did say he was overrated. I appreciate his music, but I also feel like he, when he came back, nothing that he did prior to was accepted into people saying that he's top five. I felt like they only used what he came out with as recent as them saying that. You know, but uh shout out to Outcast. I you know, I, I always talk with Big Boy because Big Boy's more consistent. And Big Boy releases albums and songs like he just came like he just came out as a as a solo artist. Um but what is your take on them as a group and individually? crazy music bro like, I mean crazy in a good way like I feel like uh, it depends on what side of the gate you on as far as with hip hop you know what I mean cause you could be on one side and be like yeah you know what I mean let me sleep on Dre or whatever 
niggas don't give him his credit like that. And you could be on the other side and say the same thing about Big Boy, you know what I'm saying? But bring them niggas together, and it's like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm super glad they did uh, speaker boxing and, and the love below, you know what I'm saying? Because people, you know what I mean? He was talking about that shit for years, you know what I'm saying? So for them to do their own thing but still do it on the same, you know what I mean, platform, it was really dope. But um, I, I just... I just fuck with Dre more because he's just weird. Like, it's just, I'm like, what the fuck, what the fuck are you doing? You know what I mean? But he can rap his ass off. Like, it's a lot of times I gotta just close my eyes and listen to him. You know what I mean? Like, what the fuck? But this nigga Big Boy flow is ridiculous. You know what I'm saying? So, you can't, you really can't go wrong. You know what I mean? Like, if you fuck with hip hop, you know what I mean? You can't go wrong with them. Like, that's my older brother's uh, favorite group. That's how I really got hip to Outkast. I got hip to him at a young age. And I, um, I got to, like I said, it's how I got to appreciate both of them. Really hear both of them shine on different songs, you know what I'm saying? And them is like, them is a group, man. They got some super classic joints. You know, they're a part of hip-hop history. South got something to say. Absolutely. Absolutely. That, and you know what's crazy, yo? That's how I be feeling now with the, that's how I always felt with the podcast. I always felt like, I felt like he said that in, I could use that for us because I don't feel like I don't feel like how can I put this I feel like when this actually jumps off into something bigger than what it is now I feel like I'll get the whole oh well he acting brand new no nigga I'm acting like a county nigga like 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 let's be completely honest I'm not from the city so what do you what do you really what can you really say like Oh, he acting like I'm acting like myself, my nigga. My nigga. <laughs> like, like it ain't, it ain't nothing to it. Ain't never not been. You feel me? I'm gonna act the way that where I was raised and how I was brought up. You feel me? Um, next up we got. Ooh, you know what? This is like one of my favorite songs off this uh, Layla Wisdom album. But um, Rhapsody, you should know, featuring Busta Rhymes. And you know what I really want to do? I want to skip the buster. Damn, that was on point. That just, that sample just so soulful. Why the why this nigga laugh like that though? <laughs> Yo, that nigga funny as shit. Um, how do you feel about Buster Rhymes being the the veteran rapper that he is, being on songs with people from the newer generation? <laughs> Yo, I told niggas like seven years ago. I was like, y'all niggas better fucking start paying attention. This nigga Buster came out like 91. This nigga's still relevant. The fuck, like, still fuck. I was no, that's like, true, yo. Shit about hip-hop. 
You know what I mean? Like, yo, that's all I'm saying. You look at it, you like, damn, this nigga's on songs with new niggas. So, like, the younger people know who he is. This nigga, my older brother fucks with them. Like, leaders in the new school and all that. Like, must have been around forever. Must have been around longer than some of you niggas been alive. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, shit is real. That's a fact. Yo, I swear I think the nigga first drink was, like, maybe 89. What I'm saying, bro. Yeah, that's nigga Buster Robin around for 30 years. <laughs> right. Y'all niggas don't know nothing about short dread Buster. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mr. Infamous. Uh, Mr. Infamous. Like, uh, you know this, this nigga show all his teeth in the songs. Oh my uh, gosh, right. But, um, I, and you know what's good? The smartest thing Buster Rhymes did is surround himself with other artists. Every, t- every couple years, he has an artist that's signed to Flip Mode or whatever the case may be. But right now, the artist that's really carrying him, carrying his brand, and people might not even know it, is OT Genesis. Indeed. You know, a lot of people don't even realize that he's signed to Busta. Right. You know, and, and it's so good. I'm hearing great things about Busta's newest album. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah, and you know what? I'll take the time to say this. Smith and Wesson's new album is incredible. Um, Actually, yo, I stopped and listened to it like on some just regular chill shit. Yeah. (laughs) Nigga. (laughs) Nigga. (laughs) Tough. (laughs) I think, um, I don't know, I I might be reaching, but I feel like that me, I personally like the album because Ninth Wonder and the Soul Council did the the whole album. No, I'm going to tell you something. Ninth Wonder has an amazing ear for these duck down niggas. Yes. Great. I don't even want to say beats, just great overall production for them niggas since back when uh, he first started doing shit with uh, Sky Zoo. And this is before Sky Zoo was on Duck Down. This is back in the day. Um, shit with Sky Zoo, uh, Buckshot's album, The Chemistry Joint, you know what I mean? And so on and so forth. Because this is not. The first, oh, it's not the first album he did for them. You know what I mean? He did one a while ago. I forget the name of it. But um, this is back when he was doing shit for like all of them. Sean Price and all that. Like Sean Price, uh, first solo album. Uh, the, uh, uh, what the fuck is the name of his joint, son? Uh, Monkey Bars. You know what I'm saying? He did that joint. He did a lot of shit on there. Crisis and all them. So like they, they, they captured that shit. Like Knife, I'm, I'm glad he did, and I'm glad they did do that because they. They mesh very well. Definitely. Um, let me see. Um, what we got next? <laughs> Boy, you know what we got next? J Electronica, Exhibit C. Uh. <laughs> Where you gonna drop that album, nigga? You taking long? I think it really has been ten years, though. <laughs> That's crazy. That's fucking crazy. Hey, yo, sidebar, yo. I was driving today, right? And I'm just driving. I'm like, damn, yo. Like, I think I was listening to um I, the wrestling podcast that I listened to. Something to wrestle by Bruce Pritchard and Conrad Thompson. Shout out to those guys. Um, And they were talking about, like, um 97 Stone Cold. And I'm just like, fuck, I'm old, bro. That's like, that's, that's like. I remember, like, you remember all this shit, like, 
Like when niggas start talking about like 2004, it was like, damn, y'all was in the ninth grade. Yo, nigga, I had a baby that next year. You know what I'm saying? Damn. Shit was real. Yo, shit, time is crazy, bro. I was talking to my daughter the other day. Like, yo, you 14 now. You know what I mean? And I don't feel a day over like 22. You know what I mean? It's crazy. Like, you say you look back, you know what I mean? Back when shit was WWF. That's a fact. You know what I mean? Nigga, steam music, like, all that. Like, I remember that shit vividly. And it was so long ago, like, but it, it wasn't. But it's just how time goes, you know what I'm saying? It's like it's halfway old. Um, let's play the song. Let's get some. He had some bars on here. It just, when this came out, it just, it just felt right. It just... It was refreshing. Because this was like 2009. <laughs> Build or destroy where you come from. And the third war slum. It's quite amazing that you rhyme how you do and that you shine like you grew up in the shrine and the roof. Question 14. What's the lesson to it? You know what? Simplify 85. A quick question. Like, do you think this nigga Hove is just like, I don't really care. I don't I don't really care. Like, can you imagine like Law coming in there and being like, yeah, yo, uh, J. Elect album done and just hope just being like, whatever. <laughs> like, where's, where's Meek at? <laughs> you know, honestly, I wouldn't doubt it. I wouldn't doubt it. I mean, not even on no, like, asshole shit. You know what I mean? So, yeah, that's, like, it's been 10 years, Jay. We can chill. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know, yo. It's, Yes, bro, it's really 2019. That shit came out 2009. Yeah, I didn't, you know, I. It's like, yo, stop. <laughs> just, and then you be teasing niggas with like certain songs. They be like, yo, stop. Fine. Shit is Let's see. He just did a show in DC. He did a show in DC, right? Yeah, uh, so next up we got. <laughs> we got 21 Savage. ASMR. Now, before we get into that, do you know what that is? I was about to say, what does that mean? It's definitely a porn term. Um, <laughs> um, that's the first time I've heard of it. Um, anon what, wait, anonymous sensor sensory me yeah. So I'm not about to I'm about to have not said it. So I'm about to I'm about to wait. I'm about to have somebody so no way. I can't even say it. Like, That's wild. That's sure my you know, well, a little bit, nigga. Like ASL. <laughs> hey, yeah. Hey, yo. Hey, yo. Dang, yo. Alright, so boom. This shit kind of devilish. 
She looked like a duck. Hi everyone. This video is going to be about ASMR, including a brief demonstration. ASMR stands for Autonomous Sensory Meridian Response and is essentially uh, the, the tingly sensations felt usually on the neck or scalp or, or other areas of the body, often induced by a whisper or other soft sounds. Uh, oftentimes people use it as uh, a relaxation technique. Um, I'm sure we've all experienced this, this tingly feeling before. And we wow, okay. I hope you guys heard that. So let's get into uh, 21 Savage. <laughs> All these dead bodies got me seeing strange things. Both sides of the gun, I done dealt and felt the pain. Drive by now, we the walk up gang. I come from the six where they chalk up lines. I done did a lot. You might lose your life. Keep my desert eagle on me, ain't not nothing nice. I just need one dog, now it's me, one mic. I done did a lot in the uh, shout out to 21 Savage being free. Uh, sidebar, um, he is one of the headliners for the Roots picnic, and I will not be attending. Um, shout out to the Roots, though. I don't like the lineup, and I do feel like this is probably like one of the worst lineups they've had in recent years. Um, it just, it's just not, I don't know. I seen Blueface on there. I was like, that's kind of left field. Um, uh... It just, the lineup was just a little off. I, it's nothing that really attracted me to be like, oh, yeah, I've really got to go to see this. And it's just like, yeah, whatever. Um, thoughts on 21 Savage? I know you really don't listen to him, but. Um, uh, what's this song? It's some song my man put me on. I said she go a lot. I oh, with Cole. Yeah, that fucking I think J. Cole forced him to rap on this one. Word, okay. Yeah, okay. that's what I mean. He's he's like, you know, he's he's not bad. I got put on to him probably about two, three years ago. But um, you know, yeah. Um, next up we got Sickle Mode, um, Travis Scott. I actually got the chance to go to one. I had I had the chance to go see him in North Carolina, but I was like, first of all, I love the song. I love the sweet the uh the beat switching. Um, that second or first beat? I know the second beat Hit Boy did. Um, but here's the thing about Travis Scott. I love Travis Scott energy, not so much a fan of his music though. Um, I, it's the energy that he has in that rock star persona that is like, all right, yeah, I fuck with you. How you feel about Travis Scott? Damn, we got hell of a song, I don't know anything about him. I just know he's wild popular. Yeah, yeah. Pretty is a hype rapper. Um, something to get you hype before you go to like the club or something like that. Next up, we got Migos, Drake, Walk It Like You Talk It. Ah, okay. I'm going to make this short and sweet. I really didn't like the Culture Two album. I like the first Culture album. Um, I think they hit their peak for me. And I, when I said this, everybody looked at me crazy. 
Everybody looked at me crazy when I was like, um, I asked the question of do they think the Migos have hit their prime? And people was just like, oh, no, they still got more to go. But now if you look at these three solo albums that they all put out, they aren't good. The only one that is good is Offset's. I'm not replaying. Quavo had way too many features. He took the Beyonce approach and it pretty much didn't do anything for him. He thought that, you know, getting called for features was cool. But then when it came time to produce his own shit, it was just like, eh. It was nothing that stuck. Same thing with um Takeoff. And I really thought Takeoff album would have been way better than it was. Um, that's the... Because uh, these next couple songs, it's just like, whatever. We got Drake's God playing, which he can do no wrong in anyone's eyes because this was such a beautiful song. It's a lot of bad things that they wish and wish and wish. I even got it tatted on. Now, earlier today, I was talking to my brother, and he said that he thinks when he put out the... um. On the original God's Plan, well, I'm sorry, the God's Plan, when it first came out, before it hit this album, it was on, it was like an EP, I want to say it was God's Plan and Diplomatic Immunity, Diplomatic Immunity, and it came out on something called, he deemed it Scary Hours. Now, my brother is telling me that that fulfilled the, um, that fulfilled the, um, the uh contract for cash money i'm not too sure how true that is but um if it did that was genius that was genius um yeah next up we got flip the narrows leave me alone and i think flip the narrows signed to we the best I think this song gives men the excuse to dance like females, and it's weird. I see a lot of hands in the air, shimmy, and it, it's fucking weird. Um, yeah, yeah, it's really weird. Um, just stop, just stop. <laughs> Next up, we got King's Dead. TDE. Okay, so here's my thing, right? I'm so happy J-Rock got a Grammy. I'm also going to be completely honest, and I didn't think J-Rock would have a good album. I remember when everybody was coming out with albums, I kept on saying, like, damn, J-Rock's left, and I don't think J-Rock is going to have a good album. Now, mind you, J-Rock was the first person to come out on TDE. So I was like, damn, he ain't going to have a good album, and he did. Which is kind of crazy to me. Um, thoughts on J Rock? I fuck with J Rock, man. They all, they all, I mean, I like, uh, I like how uh, TDE is kind of like the government. How they got like different, different branches of MCs and shit. You know what I mean? Like him and Schoolboy. You know what I mean? On that like street shit, but Schoolboy a bit more like you know what I mean, up tempo with it. You know what I mean? And J Rock shit is hard. His name is perfect for the type of hip hop he makes. Street, hard, West Coast hip hop shit. 
Mm-hmm. He does. And I feel like that name automatically comes with a nigga being a blood. Yeah, nah, I agree, J Rock. Hell yeah, I agree. <laughs> I ain't never met a crip named J Rock. That's real. Yeah. Um, Schoolboy Q just came out with a new song. I heard. Uh, uh, I, well, I didn't hear it, but I heard he came out with that. I gotta check it. I gotta check it good. <laughs> Um, it, it sounds very schoolboy Q-ish. Um, <laughs> it's very schoolboy Q-ish. Um, Future fucks this song up, bro. Oh my god! And I'm pretty sure he got paid for this. So it is just like, you son of a bitch! Like, <laughs> you son of a bitch! Can't believe you ruined a perfectly good song, man. Um. Let's see. Next up, we have Kodak Black, Travis Scott, Offset, ZZ. Uh This beat was this beat was kind of hard though. Yeah, the see the dance is real subtle. Anybody can do it, and niggas is not tripping. It's like, uh huh, uh It's a Zeke shit. It's a Zeke shit. Child to Stacy. We finna know. Um, do you listen to Kodak Black? I don't. I feel like you don't, but it's worth a try. <laughs> My daughter fuck with him though. Oh, okay. How does she like him? She like him. She uh, she listen to him uh, a lot. <laughs> I be uh. Catching and she be in a room jamming and shit, you know what I mean? What would you listen to? You didn't count that black? I didn't know you listened to something. <laughs> so, alright, let's take the time out right there. Your choice of music versus your daughter's choice of music. How does it differ? Um, my daughter don't listen to anything I listen to. Uh, I ask her, does she know, like, any of these people I play in certain songs? She's like, yeah, I, yeah, I know that you play the shit out that song or whatever, but... Um, the only song, like the only songs, uh, only artists my daughter have, me and my daughter have ever agreed on was, uh, Alina Barres. And, uh, that was dope. I don't know like that. But as far as, like, hip-hop goes, she don't listen to too much hip-hop. That's the thing. She don't listen to too much hip-hop, but the stuff she does listen to, she like listening to, like, you know, the turn-up shit, you know what I'm saying? Her, um, her, her homegirl told me I listen to, like, boring hip-hop. I'm like, y'all wildin'. <laughs> wow. She's like, 
she told me, she like, where's Amigo? You don't listen to Amigo? I was like, what you want to hear some turn up shit? So she was like, yeah, so I turned on some honest. You know what I mean? And she ain't know what to do with herself. She was like, it's not turn up. This is just crazy. <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> you do got some Onyx on your playlist too. That's crazy. I was listening to your playlist. See, uh, I didn't even listen to it, but it's just you know what I mean. Just, listen, that shit's coffee for me, my nigga. I listen, that shit's nigga. Back when I was fucking super angry, I used to, that shit was like prayer. I wake up and listen to fucking Onyx. That shit ain't. Look, y'all, if y'all not balanced in the head, don't listen to them niggas. For real. <laughs> you fucking around, hurt yourself and shit. For real. For real. <laughs> Um, next up, we got Ty Dolla Sign X featuring YG. Four hundred. I love this joint. I think they they sampled one twelve on this joint. This thing is a one man Jodeci. I swear. just say your record label comes to you and they say you have a choice we need we need you we need you on the radio we need you on the radio right I'm, I know you don't care about being on the radio but we need you on the radio for your second single and you need an R&B artist would you go to Ty Dolla Sign? Yeah, yeah, yeah I could definitely I could work with him I could definitely work with him and what approach what approach would you have to the record with Ty Dolla Sign? Um, it'll probably be uh, it's offhand. I mean, of course, honestly, it'd be like some 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 appealing. You know I mean, to the to the women, but um, I I don't know. It'll probably honestly be some slick shit. You know what I mean? It's like approaching a woman, like approaching a woman. You know what I mean? It's, Mm. Probably say a little verse and just get him to, you know what I mean, sing his, sing his smoke shit, you know what I mean? Just, I'd really make it a song, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It'd be, you know what I mean, a verse, whatever, a hook, probably another verse, you know what I mean, a hook and then like have his bridge and then, you know what I mean, sing that shit out. Would you rather have Ty Dollar be a part of a remix of Lorraine or You're Born? I think that would fit too. A hook and a verse from him, like a third, like the middle verse, and a new third verse from you. Yeah, that was really weird. <laughs> that was weird as shit. Yeah, that's something off air we gotta talk about. That was really weird. But <laughs> um, next up, we keep it West Coast. Nipsey Hustle. Last time that I checked. 
I thoroughly enjoy Nipsey Hussle's business mind. Um, he bought the plaza that Marathon Company, his company, uh, stores under. Um, uh, what else? Um, he he does the the best thing when he announces him doing different ventures is he says partnerships. It's not saying I'm collabing. No, it's partnerships. I'm letting you know that I have some stake in this. And I feel like it's inspiring to up-and-coming people, artists, and business um, entrepreneurs. Like, it's just one of them things. Um, It's just one of them things that, you know, I I find it so dope. But, um, yeah, so uh, where we at now, man? Uh, Oh, he... They they did a um marathon I'm sorry marathon release of the blue and the red rock nation hats I'm so upset uh that red one is fire yeah so but um yeah the uh um yeah uh my bad um next up we we still in the west coast uh, we just we just met some bloods uh too brazy. <laughs> YG and um Freddy vs. Jason. There's some blood ass shit right here. So blood ass niggas, niggas, bro. Hell, I tell you. They let you know they blood, boy. Oh, little bullshit. Um, I fuck with Mozzie. Do you like Mozzie? I ain't ain't him. That's the first time I'm here. Yeah, I fuck with Mozzie. Mozzie, Mozzie, um, Problem. I, I, I love their music, man. They, uh, they make really good music, man. Um, let's see. What else we got? Um, next up, we got G Easy. Alrighty now, Stacy. Ain't that a white boy? Yeah. <laughs> Ain't that a white boy? <laughs> yeah, hey, look, there's a lot of white boys that rap with G Easy. Different. Like, I gotta specify, he's a 
Roger Clots, the nigga from the He looked like who? Roger Clots, the nigga from the Yo, chill, yo. Um, yeah, it's, it's G-Easy. I, I mean, you know what's kind of crazy? He got a nice little flow to him. Um, I did hear that Yellow Wolf had a song talking about g Easy Post Malone. And it's white on white crime. Yeah, and you white boys gotta chill the fuck out. All right. <laughs> yeah. Shit, yeah. Shit necessary. When the fuck y'all niggas start beefing with each other? Yeah, it's kind of crazy, bro. It's weird. Bro. <laughs> um, let's see, let's see. Uh, next up we have Buddy, featuring Khaled, 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 Khaled. Um. Hey, so I don't know too much about Buddy. Um, I don't remember when he when he it was first talked about. He signed to Pharrell under Pharrell's I Am Other record label. Um, I guess it's like a like a spinoff kind of record label or whatever. But um, he's pretty decent. It's just um, I think he's from Compton too. Um, the music is good though. The music is good. I will say that. Um, I gotta actually listen to. I gotta actually listen to the album though. It's just it, it's. Yeah. I liked his a couple songs I heard before his album came out. Because this is really Stacy's playlist. Because we end with one of her favorite albums, Thug Motivation, Gangsta Music. Stacy Thug ass. <laughs> hey, Jeezy, man. What do you think of Jeezy's career? Oh, man. Oh, man. Seeing Jeezy come the fuck up the way he did, that shit was... Because, you know, us, like... For those of y'all that don't know, for those of y'all that aren't from Baltimore that are listening, Jeezy was like Jesus in Baltimore for a long time. You know what I mean? Like... You ain't even had to sell drugs, you know what I mean? You heard Jeezy every fucking way, you know what I'm saying? So fucking, I didn't like Sun at first, bro, you know what I mean? Like, when he first came out with the, uh, what the fuck was they called? Like, the Hood Boys or some shit like that? Oh, Boys in the Hood. Boys in the Hood, them niggas, you know what I mean? I heard that song I ain't care for. Then Jeezy first album, I'm like, oh, it's just some up and down south shit, whatever. I ain't even really give it a chance. 
Now, ironically, ironically, when I first started selling drugs, the <laughs> I was around, the I was around, they was telling me we driving and all that, and they was playing Jeezy's album a lot. And it wasn't even this album. Um, what was it? What was it? The, uh, um, band, uh, can't ban the snowman. Nah, it's later than that, bro. What's the one with Jeezy? Don't do it on. Jeezy, um, don't do it. Ah, uh, recession. The recession. That album. So that was like 2008, right? 2009, mm-hmm. right? That's when I first started selling drugs. So, bomb, fucking, I heard that and I could relate to the shit he was talking about was because the struggle, I was really like going like going through life at that time. You know what I mean? I was living on my own, all that type shit. So that's when I really just dove into his music and I went back and I'm like, oh, I see why niggas fuck with Jeezy. Okay, this shit is fire. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And, like, like, like I just said, seeing his progression throughout the year, I, I mean, even lyrically, you know what I'm saying? From then to now, it's like, I right, bet, yeah, I, I hear it, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, shout to that nigga, man. Definitely bring him ad-libs back, though. I fuck with them. Yeah, I think, um, I think The Recession is my favorite Jeezy album. Yeah, I agree. I feel like with that particular album, he expanded more than just being a dope boy rapper. He like right. he was really rapping, like right, right. Cause right, um, right. he had that song um, circulate. Right, right, right. And um, I remember initially when I initially heard that it was I heard Stat Bundles rapping over the right. same sample, and I was like, dang, yo, shout out to Stats, man, cause I was definitely listening to Stat Bundles uh, um, bidding war this this week, and boy, he say some shit on there. But um yeah man that's that's it man any shout outs? Um yeah, I mean of course man. Shouts to you as always man, shouts to shouts to fucking big city states, you know what I mean? Say get well, you know what I mean? Fucking I, I hope I hope you enjoyed your edible arrangement, you know what I'm saying? Fucking, uh, you know what I'm saying? Uh shouts to low, you know what I mean? See you doing you my nigga, nigga, nigga said niggas definitely proud of you, JR, you know what I mean? Keep pushing my niggas. It's fucking, uh, uh, shouts to JR too, you know what I mean? He's got some shit going <laughs> Keep quiet. But yeah, um, <laughs> 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 fucking, uh, shouts to, uh, shouts to, you know what I mean? My, my fan, man, Matt, you know what I mean? Bernie. Shouts to, uh, Adonis, man. I'm proud of you, bro. You know what I mean? Take this interview with Low out of the right now. You know what I'm saying? Um, shouts to everybody, man. Fucking, I'm, I'm high, so I'm not going to remember y'all niggas, but, you know, I love y'all. Fucking, I'm sure I'll show you love on Twitter and Instagram. Um, yeah, man, shout out to everybody that's showing and showing love, supporting all that. Everybody listening. Fucking all the chicks is digging a nigga voice, all that. Don't be afraid to hit a nigga up. I'm a nice fucking guy. Slide in the DMs. I don't bite. I smoke. You know what I mean? But shit, yeah, that's it, bro. Yo. Shout out to everybody. Norm, as always, I appreciate you. Um, I love what I'm hearing from you. Um, what, what What's the newest EP you got out? And where can they get it at? Man, uh... <laughs> got the Fifth Lab EP, man. Fifth Laboratory, uh, produced, fully produced by my man Fifth. That's uh, Think Fifth on Instagram and Think Fifth on Twitter. Um, you can go on uh, iTunes, Spotify... Uh, title, Google Play, whatever. You know what I mean? Music is sold. It's, you can get it there. It's on SoundCloud too, so you can buy it. It's only three dollars. I mean, I know y'all niggas got three dollars. You, you well, motherfuckers got three dollars. <laughs> you can go 
You know what I mean? Be cheap and listen to it for free on SoundCloud. You know what I mean? Whatever floats your fucking boat, just fucking listen. You know what I mean? Because that's a uh, pretty dope EP for y'all niggas. Because y'all niggas keep asking me about Class of 99. It's coming out when it's finished. I got the little Class of 99 teaser playlist on SoundCloud for y'all. So y'all can listen to them songs. You know what I mean? Um, Yeah, man. Music is out, bro. All y'all niggas got to do is type in Norm Regular. You know what I'm saying? And bum, we we banging, son. Baltimore County Forever Podcast. Google shit, nigga. Use your fucking search engine, son. We popping up fucking ads and sponsorships and all that, nigga. Act like you know what fucking time it is, bro. Everything he said. And go buy my fucking album. Y'all got $10. Y'all better buy my fucking album. I'm one of the only, if not the only, podcast based. I think you might be. Yeah, I think so, too. Uh, At least on Apple Music. But the one of the only podcast-based albums out there on Apple Music, on Spotify, on Tidal. Shout out the whole Tata Emery, Elliot John, uh, sorry Elliot Wilson, uh, Larry Jackson. Holla at me, um, uh, please, um, and everywhere. Shit, I'm even on Napster, nigga. I'm even on Napster. I didn't even know that shit was still around, but. Just buy my shit. Um, shout out to Trina. Shout out to Stacy. Shout out to Hush. Shout out to Coach Class Podcast. Shout out to my brother. Shout out to Norm. Shout out to Lowe. Shout out to Jr. Swift. We're super proud of you. Council shit. Baltimore County forever. Good day. Good nights. Good people. And it's over.